0: Are you ready to prioritize your health? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Seasonal Sisters podcast. I'm Janice Saunders, certified life coach and founder of the Seasonal Healthy Habits Collective. This show is for you if you're a woman of color and feel you could be healthier. We will talk about how to maximize the health of your body, communicate what matters most, and connect more deeply with ourselves and others and have more energy to continue building the career and life you desire. Reaching your life and health goals by working smarter, not harder, is possible. Your journey to better health starts right here. Hello, Seasonal Sisters. Welcome back to the Seasonal Sisters podcast. I'm Janice Saunders, your host, certified professional life coach and creator of the Seasonal Sisters Healthy Habits Collective. Today, I am just honored to be having a conversation with Vanessa Said, who is creator and founder of Very Lovely Souls, which is a shoe company. Now, I was watching Salvatore, which is a, a movie on, I think it's Amazon Prime, that's on like Ferragamo Shoes, And it reminded me to get back in touch with Vanessa for our conversation about this podcast. And I tell you, I love shoes. I know many of you love shoes. And I'm looking forward to learning more about Vanessa and her journey to prioritizing health and how she got started in owning a black shoe company. So, Vanessa, welcome to the Seasonal Sisters podcast. Well,
1: thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be here. I'm looking forward to today. So let's get into it.
0: Yes. I mean, the Seasonal Sisters world is about prioritizing health. And oftentimes, we come into health from many different angles. How did your journey to prioritizing your health really get started? So
1: it came at a very young age, I think for me, my mom, she suffered from depression. I mean, to the point where she basically handed off my brother and I to my dad and basically surrendered her parental rights in knowing that she could no longer take care of us. So at a young age, I was aware of mental health, but in a negative kind of way. I didn't understand it. I just saw it as my mom leaving. Uh, I didn't understand behind what, you know, why. And it wasn't until I got older that I was told that she had depression. And I started researching what that was, understanding what that meant and understanding the risks that I was at in in that carrying over to me.
0: Um, Many people so- don't know that depression is... Uh, a biologically inherited disease. So I'm, I just commend you for knowing and doing the research. And it's, you don't wanna say t- to people that it is like diabetes, but it is like diabetes. Right. Your family, if diabetes runs in the family, you probably need to pay attention to your numbers. And if depression runs in your family, you need to pay attention to that as well, in the same fashion.
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm no expert, but it basically came down to that, right? If you're sick Mm -hmm. and cancer runs in your family, you're going to make sure you're going to do everything to not get it. I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't going to go down that same path, that same journey, I needed to do everything that I need to do to ensure that I was 17 and I'm 40 something and I still work on that. And I recognize where I'm, I'm failing in myself and I stop, I pause. And I ensure that I, I put my mental health first over everything.
0: I love it. And I hope that people are hearing that this is a choice that you've made in your life. Tell us a little bit about what your what are your routines look like and how have they brought a benefit to your life?
1: So they change constantly. They've changed. When I was younger, I, I went to therapy. and I still do. I find it to be very therapeutic. I find I have a lot of great support system. I have great friends, my husband, my mom, my dad. But there's nothing better than someone outside of your world just giving you advice and making you know that, hey, you're wrong or... Hey, try it this way and I found I find that to be very helpful. I don't go as often. I go once a month now. In the beginning I scroll a lot more. I find I don't want to say I'm perfect, but I find that they've given me the tools to navigate through when I find my issues and I know how to navigate. But now I'm married, I have a kid, I have so I find Right now, a lot of alone time is the best time, whether that be getting my nails done, taking a night out um, to a hotel by myself, going to dinner by myself, is very helpful for me in this moment in my life. But there have been so many other things that I've done for mental health, and one of them being the event that I met you at. Um, I I went to that event because there's, no territory unknown for me in that sense. I'm not a sports person. It was a sports for sports. I don't have a child in sports, but I was like, hey, I'm just curious to what, mm-hmm. what that was about. And um, it was very helpful to me as a parent coming into that world. So it was, I'm always eager to know all the new things that will benefit me and my mental health. So that is something I always challenge myself in.
0: When you talk about, being a person who has been in every season just about so far, you're out of the younger season, out of the before you have children season, you're yeah. in the season with married with young child season. I'm in the season of partner and child out in college freshman year. So I'm in that season. And you're absolutely right. Not right, but you I absolutely understand what you're saying. There have been seasons where I've had therapy. I'm not in that season now, but I don't say that I won't go back to that season when I know when I need it. Right. And I understand when I feel like I'm getting ready to go down that road. My father passed away last April. That was a season that I needed to be right. closely connected to the therapeutic world and was I now I'm in a different season. I'm creating new routines and that type of thing helps. So tell us a little bit about your routine. You said you at times you, the quiet time is really important for you and just having alone time. Yes, Um, I definitely understand that.
1: It is actually my top priority. I think between my daughter, the business, my husband, my family my brothers my sisters my friends like I get lost in the shuffle right because I know me I'm a giver I I love hard I want to make everyone know that I'm present I'm there for them like I put my phone away when I'm at dinner I am there but I can't expect the way that I am for everyone else to be that way and the only way I can Mm. expect that is from myself so I give myself what I give to others so I make sure that whether it be like Hey, I'm going to go get my nails done or, Hey, I'm going to, you know, my husband, I'm like, I'm taking a night out. I'm going to, I'm going to this hotel by myself. I think it's very important. I think people forget that they are, and I can say it without any shame. Like I come first. I I put myself first all the time. I, I have a husband. I have a daughter. Of course I love them. Of course I'm there for them. If I'm not good, everything crumbles. So I have to make sure I am good.
0: Another reason why I focus on seasonal sisters, because seasonal sisters are the head of household. Yep. Even if you are head of household of one, which many are not, you are the head of that thing. And when you're not good, nothing is good. And because you are a little healthier, everyone in your world, in your orbit is healthier. Everyone you touch is healthier as they say in the old school, everything you touch turns to gold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm from that era of the Bronx, you know I, what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so so I I just am so happy about that. And I'm sure that you've been able to see how this has benefited your life and career. Give me a little uh, how that's worked out for you.
1: I mean, life-changing when I it's moments like this, like you, and I got interviewed by another company that make me realize how far I've come. When I tell you my energy and my aura was not good, like it really wasn't good. And when I decided that I knew that I was a com- common denominator, I was the problem, and I need to fix that, things started shifting. The people around me started shifting. What was coming to me started shifting. It just It was just... And now I know that I have to continue on my mental health. I have to continue on my energy because I'm not saying everything good happens to me by any means. There's some bad days and that's okay. And I work on it, but I'm, things are happening that are supposed to happen in a good way. And the things that happen in a bad way, it's supposed to happen. I'm okay with that. But for the most part, I think the people I'm surrounded by, the people that I make sure that I'm surrounded by, I have cleared out all the negative, I can't have it. It's not going to, I can't move. There's no way I'm going to move forward in what I want to do if I have that negative energy around me. So the people you have around you is very important. I oh remember, my
0: goodness. Yeah, That's a word right there. That it, is a word right there. In it, the Seasonal it, Sisters universe, your connections.
1: It really is. Are,
0: are so important. Your The connections, we call it courageous connections. Are you connecting authentically? Yeah with people as who you are and are those people lifting you do you feel lifted by them or do you feel that they are a ball and chain on you that are holding you down holding your spirit down holding your aura from lifting and soaring I mean this is what we're talking about here and I love the fact that you said that things happen and that is life and because you're energy is up and you're taking care of yourself, you can handle those. You're ready for that tennis match. Yeah. When it comes, you're ready to volley back over to use a sports metaphor. Cause yeah. you know, I love sports, <laughs> right? Yeah. And to use that metaphor, you're ready to volley back over. And that is a very good thing because when we're depressed and we're feeling sad, we're not ready to volley back over. No, when- it's really hard and it, it's tough you and know, I've been, it's, it's very tough
1: i've been there right when i know what that feels like and um, i remember someone had once said to me that they don't hang out with couples that are negative or they talk poorly about their spouse because then they found that they would do the same and it just it was like an interesting conversation and, and i took it more like oh wow i don't want that my girls, I don't want that, yeah. I don't wanna be friends with someone that talks about it poorly because that's just not where I'm, that's high school. Listen, we did that in high school and that happens and that was high school, it was. But now I'm an adult and I don't want that energy around me. I want people who are like, for me, I wanna be for you. I'm gonna help you, let's do this together. There's room for all of us. There's not one shoe company, there's a million. We all can do this, like it's fine. I don't look at anyone as a competitor to me no one's trying to steal my thunder. Like you want help? I'm here to help you. No problem.
0: I love it. And although we do want to make shoe sales, that's for sure. Yes, we do. You <laughs> want to make shoe sales, that's for sure. Of course. But I just your energy and vitality is shining through. I'm hope for all seasonal sisters who are listening to this podcast to hear. And I guess this would be a great time to kind of segue into our segment called the mindful moment. And in this mindful moment, we like to give one fact. I will share a fact. You and I will come up with some tips and we will make a recipe for healthy living for our listeners. And the fact that I'm going to share today is from the black women's health report. And it says that 3.9% of all black women report feeling sadness. And I'm not gonna say to equate that with depression, but I'm just gonna just leave that at sadness. Because we all know when sadness lasts a very long time, It turns into something else. And I want to say, let's talk about some tips for women who might be feeling sad. You and I, we're not doctors. We are women who have been navigating this thing called life for Mm -hmm. several turns around the sun. And we can give some tips. We're qualified to give some tips about- up leveling if you feel sad and I'll start if you feel sad and you haven't spoken to your physician about feeling sad that's its first step you need to talk to your doctor if you feel sad because you shouldn't be feeling sad and that will open the conversation with your doctor if they feel or you feel there might be some next steps that you might like to take on the medical side and on the side of the therapeutic side. What else you got to share, Vanessa, about some tips?
1: I think for me, obviously the first one that you said is the most important. I know I have my one person, my best friend that I've been friends with for twenty, like uh, 30 years. And I know when I'm feeling sad, I know that I can call her and I know that she'll make me feel at least like She's there to listen, right? If she may not make me feel 100% better, but just to know that I have that one person that I know that I can be authentically raw and honest with, it, it, it is comforting, like at that moment and just in life. So I hope that everyone has that one person to help them through. And if not, I can be your one person. You can email me. I'm I don't sleep. Like I'm there because everyone needs that one person. I I really truly believe.
0: I love it, Vanessa. You said I will be your person, and I, and to be quite frank, I was getting ready to say some. But what I was going to say is, in the seasonal sisters' world, we have something called Phone a Friend Friday. Oh yeah. You know, every now and then I'll post that. But what I also want to add is that there are a tremendous number of people who don't have a friend. Yeah, I know. Loneliness is an epidemic. Yeah, loneliness is taking lives like. It's like smoking 15 yes. cigarettes a day, yes. lonely. I in us. And I know that black women are out here and we are in our groups. We're in our, we're in our churches. We're in all this stuff. And still we are still lonely mm-hmm. because we're in these things and we are not really feeling seen at times. And that when we leave that group and we go home to our homes, there may be a level of loneliness. And if that is the case, you in the show notes, link up with Vanessa, or you can shoot me an email or a DM, all my stuff is out there. And we can begin to build something. Because I don't want people to be lonely. I'm one of those people who I think that I looked like I wasn't lonely at a time when I feel like I really was a little lonely at a time and I recognized it and went about mining my life and changing that, which is why that is one of the tenets in the seasonal sisters, healthy habits collective is making sure the connections you have feel meaningful to you. So we've got a couple of tips, talk to your doctor, phone a friend, what else is another tip? I, I just want to go with taking a walk because sometimes being in nature changes us because of the magnificence of it completely. What what's another tip that you might I mean have?
1: to piggyback on that, I've often found when my when my father passed away, I went to the gym and that was like a moment to myself that was I was working out, obviously, and I was healthy, but it really got me to, and not, I don't want to forget, but it just took me away for a moment. And it made me happy because I knew I was like, I was doing something health wise. So I think exercising, walking is definitely a plus in, in, in that. I mean, I can't say enough, but walking is probably the easier and funner way.
0: <laughs> Another um, tip is to make sure you're moving that body.
1: Moving, yeah. <laughs> Move that body. You know what? As simple as that. Like- Finding that favorite song of yours. I'm Absolutely. Like the key for me, music got me through a lot of things. And Whitney specifically being one that got me through a lot of moments in my life. So if there's that favorite song, I, I say blast it and play it. Sing it, cry it okay. out whatever
0: you need shake it shake with it and get all that stale old energy off Off.
1: yeah and out of
0: you so we've got some tips if there's a little sadness let me run through them we've (laughs) got talk to your doctor because that's very important and open up the conversation with your physician about your sadness and then take the necessary steps if there are some steps that you need to take and in the meantime you can phone a friend and if you don't have a friend we're two people that you can get in contact with and also taking a walk in nature is always helpful and moving your body, find that song, jam, jam it out. And that these are things that can help lift your mood. And we know, I know that from personal experience and in the seasonal sisters world, we try to look up the data that shows so that we're doing things that actually change our mood and lift our happiness. And that is one of those things, moving your body. There's plenty of data showing that helps to improve your mood. So you're right on point. If you can get out there and move your body a little bit, if you've been feeling sad and now you and I, we're going to cook up a recipe for healthy living for seasonal sisters who are listening today. Now, I don't know about you, but I love cooking and do you have a favorite pan that you use or pot?
1: I love my cast iron skillet.
0: Okay. So we're going to break out the cast iron today. <laughs> so if you got the cast iron going and we're about, we're met metaphorically putting some stuff in that cast iron that is going to produce a, a healthy and vibrant life. What are you putting in there first?
1: Ooh, well, Today, I actually used the cast iron, so I put a whole chicken on there and put it in the oven.
0: Oh, you put a whole chicken in. Well, I'm going to tell you, for me, in the Seasonal Sisters world, we always talk about the metaphorically, what are we putting in? Are you adding, I like to like stir it up with gratitude. What are you putting in there first, Vanessa?
1: I'm going to put in, honestly, I think hope. Yeah,
0: I know that sounds um, hope. I hope. Uh, oh, no. Sounds like that's what it is. Hope is a skill yep. that we have to build. So, yeah, we, we're going to put in hope. We're going to put in a little bit of gratitude to stir that hope around. What's a friend that you're going to throw in there with the hope? Hmm. Um. I'm going to put in a little journaling. Journaling about your journaling about the vision that you're looking to create. We're reading a book in the seasonal sisters, healthy habits collective called you squared. And this book talks about creating a clear vision of what it is you desire in your life. And I'd like to throw that in there, put a clear vision of what you want in your life as you're mixing it up with hope as we're stirring in a little gratitude because a clear vision is helpful in creating what it is you desire because if you if the vision is murky it's going to be hard so what else you want to put We in got there?
1: gratitude we got hope we got clear vision. clear vision we're going to put a little compassion in there for others and ourselves
0: always.
1: Yeah. Right. You want to do a little compassion, you know, because
0: at times we're not, we, we hurt ourselves mm-hmm. with our communication and our words Yep. and our quest for perfection at yep. every angle of our lives and our quest for perfection of others. Right. And compassion has saved me. Compassion has compassion. Me. I have for myself compassion that I have extended to others. I wouldn't be able to be here today. If I hadn't added that to my healthy life. I landed hard on compassion during the pandemic, but I was moving in that direction. But I came into it much more deeply during the pandemic. And I I can't live without it now.
1: I think I'm the same. I think the pandemic opened I have always, I've always had it, but it, the pandemic made me have it even more and a little more understanding. I think we, need, we all need to understand each other a little bit better, Gotta have our own way of thinking. So I'm going to put a little understanding in that skillet.
0: Yeah, I, I love it because we know that it just takes so much more to be healthy yeah. than just what we eat and how much we exercise, although those things are very important. I think we have an amazing recipe for (laughs) healthy living. That includes in our cast iron, understanding, compassion, hope, crystallizing a clear vision that you want to create for your life and gratitude. Just stirring that all up. I'm feeling so good about (laughs) where we're going. You know what I mean? I appreciate you participating in the mindful moment. It's always, it's always really fun. That was Vanessa, actually- I'm glad you enjoyed it. Vanessa, <laughs> tell us a little bit about Very Lovely Souls, because when you said you were the owner of a shoe company, I just said, come on, girl, give me the info. Give me the goods. What's up?
1: I don't know, girl. I started working at Nine West while in college, and then I was temping And when the temping position ended, they had a position in order entry, which they felt I was overqualified for and didn't think that I should take it. At that point, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I said, you know what? I don't know the shoe industry. I don't know anything about it. So I'm not overqualified. I will take it. I took it. And from there, I was just eager to learn. And at the time, Nine West was a great company. If you were eager to learn, they were willing to teach you. I took that opportunity and ran with it. I was there about 18 years and it's corporate America. I got let go. No hard feelings. That's just what happens. Girl, you better
0: than me. You better (laughs) than me. Because when I got let go of a company after I worked there for 20 years, I was, I had a hard edge. Yeah, I, um, I, had, I had a little bit of a hard edge for a minute. It was I, very hurt. It hurt me.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm not saying I wasn't hurt. I'm not saying that okay. I was I didn't cry. I understood it. I just, I had been there for so long. I had seen people come and go. I knew I it was coming. I just didn't know but when.
0: You, you uh, did learn the shoe industry, though.
1: I did learn the shoe industry. And then I was interviewing for companies and proving my self-worth and why they should hire me. And I said, this is the time to do it. I'm, I'm going to do it. I have no husband. I have no kid. I have no house. I have no, I had no financial responsibilities. I felt if I was going to take a chance, that was the time to do it. But I disagree. Whenever you want to do it, you should do it. That's your chance. So I just felt at that time, that was it. I'm doing it. And I did it. And it is not easy. I question it every year. I... But every year I, I come back with a better plan, a better theory, and I like to call it a pivot, a move. And, and then things like this happen that make me say I got to continue.
0: Well, I, I mean, where can everyone find your shoes?
1: So I am currently online, verylovelysouls.com. I sell direct to consumer. Instagram is where you find the raw inside story of me. I give you the ins and out. being an entrepreneur, a mother, a friend, a daughter. It's not easy. I am a grassroots company. I do not have PR. I do not have everything you see I'm doing on my own. It's 20 times harder, but um, I'm enjoying every aspect of it because again, it leads me to things like today. And it makes me realize that my hard work will pay off little moments, big moments. I'm in a couple of stores. I've gotten myself into a couple of stores. I just started going back into stores for a while. I wasn't selling to stores. I was just doing direct to consumer. But last year, end of last year, I started selling to stores.
0: Okay, wonderful. Well, I mean, what are your stores in the New York area? Or are they nationally? So
1: currently, they are in a couple of New York, Florida, California. And I think Think Atlanta is one other location. Follow my Instagram; they'll list the stores. But I am on. Well, online. that's
0: good. I mean, Seasonal Sisters are listening all over the nation, so look for very lovely souls in stores near you, and you can find very lovely souls on the internet. And all of the links to where Vanessa is going to be and what she's doing will be in the show notes. Do you have anything coming up? Any any pop-ups or anything happening? Uh, anything?
1: Currently, I do not. I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing for the spring-summer season. Um, but right now, I am laying low and checking out the scene and seeing what is best. For me, that's another thing. I wanted to be everywhere and do everything. And um, now I'm scaling it back. And for my mental health, I cannot be everywhere and do everything. So I'm trying to take the top five places this year that I want to be in. And that's where I'll focus
0: my efforts. Well, that sounds amazing. I'm super proud of you and happy to know an African American woman who owns a shoe store, uh, not a shoe store, but a shoe business, a shoe company. And I want you to, to send us off, Vanessa, with a word of inspiration for all of the seasonal sisters who are listening today.
1: I think I'll end it with this. They'll tell you you can't. They tell you you shouldn't. They'll tell you no. And you will respond, I can, I will,
0: and a story. That's it. I love it. You have to repeat that one. I love that. They'll um, tell you. They'll They'll tell tell you you no.
1: They'll tell They'll tell you no. They'll tell you you shouldn't. They'll tell you you can't, but you will, you can, and end the story.
0: That's it. That's it. That I love it. Thank you so much, Vanessa, for being a guest on the Seasonal Sisters podcast. And all of you ladies out there in Seasonal Sister in our universe it isn't lost on me that we're recording this in February. And as many of I love my body astrology and February is the month that focuses on the feet in body astrology and keeping us, us grounded and moving forward. So as we move into the spring season, ladies, keep yourself as healthy as you possibly can do something each day to be a little healthier. And if you have questions about anything going on in the Seasonal Sisters universe, you can always reach out. And thank you for listening to the Seasonal Sisters podcast. And I'll be with you next week. Have a great day. Thank you. That's it for this week's episode of the Seasonal Sisters podcast. If something made you think of your sister, aunt, niece, or friend, please share this episode. For more information on seasonal coaching programs, follow me on Instagram at the Real Janice Saunders, And follow us in your favorite podcast app so that you don't miss our next episode. I'm Janice Saunders, wishing you a sweet week filled with nourishing things to keep you happy and healthy. See you next week.